Welcome back to Humans of Purpose after our very, very long break. I can't wait to bring you our first episode of the new season on Tuesday, so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and check your feed on Tuesday morning. As promised each Friday, I'll talk about how things are going with me, what's working well, um, using a, a check-in method that I actually learned uh, relatively recently in a men's circle called PIES. Now, PIES stands for physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, which I was subbed out for socially, mainly because I'm not particularly spiritual and don't believe in God, and so I'm not that inclined to delve into that area. But you've got to do what works with you, and I highly recommend that you consider using this technique regularly on a weekly basis to check in with a loved one or a friend or just to see how you're going on, the, on those domains. So I'll take you through how I do it um, for this first time, and I'll, I may do this each week if it goes well. And um, the, the main goal of it is to have a safe place where essentially you can share your vulnerabilities, um, your feelings of safety, your concerns, and a bit about your well-being too. So physically, I've been pretty happy lately that I've been hitting my 13 or 14K step targets each day, making sure I get out for a walk. I've also loved being back playing regular indoor soccer on Tuesday nights, and I've tried to successfully cut back on my evening chocolate consumption. So that's gone quite well. I was going through fairly big blocks for a little while there, and um, I've downgraded to the bueno, which has uh, gone nicely. Intellectually, I'm in a very good place. I'm reading an excellent book called The Power of Suffering and listening to another great audio book, The Biggest Bluff by Maria Konnikova. No, not the tennis player. I've also recorded about 10 new amazing podcasts with incredible and inspiring guests over the past few weeks, which has filled me up intellectually. Even thinking about who I'm going to have on the podcast next fills me with that intellectual joy. Emotionally, I'm a bit fragile as when this is released, it will be my birthday and it's always a time when I think about ageing and start to feel a bit vulnerable. Um, but I've tried to counteract that by planning a bunch of positive events with friends and family and that seems to be a, an effective strategy so far. Socially, I've seen a lot more of my close mates in the past few weeks than for a few months, which could be COVID lifting related. Um, so that's really good news. And I'm also trying to find uh, time to broaden my circle and bring new people in. It can be very hard to find time to see your mates, particularly given our long work days, kids, partners and alike. But when it happens, you always remember how much you crave it and need it as part of your regular regimen. Now, onto the topic of the day. We've just done our check-in. And so each Friday, what I'll do is I'll do a brief check-in with you. Then I want to sort of delve deeper into a topic, uh, a strategy or a technique that has really helped me as of recent times. Today's topic is called habit stacking. Habit stacking is the art of taking things that you enjoy and bundling them together. When you do this, you get a multiplier effect where the benefit is more than the sum of its parts done separately. This is not to be confused with product bundling, which is just a really sneaky way of making you pay more for lower value items sold as a set. It's, it's better likened to temptation bundling, which is a term coined by the behavioural researcher Catherine Milkman and her colleagues in a 2014 study. So I'll take you through how it works. Basically, you bundle a source of instant gratification, like checking Instagram or watching an addictive show, with a beneficial but less fun should activity, like running on the treadmill or working on a spreadsheet. In Milkman's studies, the researchers gave participants iPods with four audio novels they wanted to listen to, but they could only access the iPod while working out. By and large, the results were that participants' gym attendance increased when an indulgence was tied to it. So it shows that that's basically quite an effective technique to get people to do those tougher behaviours that maybe are harder to naturally get excited about. 
So I want to give a couple of examples about how I habit stack in my own life and how it's helped me. When I go on long walks, I make sure I do it in the sun, around parks and greenery, and usually listening to an audiobook or podcast. There are a couple of great enhancements on this, like walking around the park with a friend or going for a run at the park with a friend. When I have an infrared sauna, which is almost every day now, it can get very hot and uncomfortable and hard to endure 40 minutes. So I like to watch Premier League highlights uh, at the same time and that this sort of gives me a way to put my attention onto something that I love and really can be absorbed in whilst I sort of step through the discomfort of the heat. To take this to another level, I add in peppermint oil to the sauna and also add some blue light to engage my other senses. When I'm working, which we all have to do, uh, I like to listen to great music that gives me the mood that will best benefit the kind of work I'm doing. If I need creativity and inspiration, it might be electronic dance music. If it's contemplation, I might go for jazz or blues. If it's firing off punchy emails, it's maybe some classic rock. I'll also ensure that I've always got a full water bottle and uh, tea or a coffee to keep me kicking along. Another recent discovery was at the chemist, I found a massage insert that enables me to be massaged while I work. Sounds ridiculous, I know, but this was $60 impulse buy on the way out, and it, it means that while I'm doing my daily work, I can be enjoying a, a massage at the same time, and that's just worth every penny. So highly recommend getting around one of them. When I'm driving, I listen to either great music, podcasts, or audiobooks. I also use the time to enjoy the surroundings and to think about how I'll attack the day. I mentally sequence my to-do list and think through each task, how it might go and what it might look like that day. Then when I've arrived in the office, I'm in the zone already and I can get right to work. Usually what I'll do is I'll try and think, when I, before I go to bed, it's about 10.30, I'll make sure I've got a curated to-do list for the next day and I'll prioritise them, I'll set timers, and I'll know how long each will take and what the action involves so that when I get to my desk in the morning, I've got a really clear plan of attack, and that's been really valuable. So I hope you've enjoyed our first informal uh, ad-lib session. I've, I've never done an ad-lib before where I just talk, but I was uh, inspired recently by the Osher Gunsberg podcast and his Friday chats, which I highly recommend. And I hope this has been valuable for you and I'll, I'll be guided by your feedback as to how to continue these episodes. So great. Look forward to hearing from you and sharing with you on Tuesday. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and uh, look forward to sharing our first episode of what is an action-packed, awesome season. I can't wait to share with you our episodes every week. So um, take care, be well and have a fantastic weekend.